Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. All markets have exhibited significant volatility as prices surge following Iran's seizure of an oil tanker and the U.S. launching an airstrike on Houthi-controlled areas. Now, this escalation of the Red Sea conflict has fed worries that the Israel-Hamas war could widen into a broader conflict in the Middle East, disrupting oil supplies. But some analysts are estimating that currently there is no geopolitical risk premium in oil prices. So is the potential of the U.S.-Iran confrontation not adequately accounted for, or have traders perhaps become too complacent? Well, joining us on the phone today is Priyanka Shashtava, who's a senior market analyst at Philip Nova. Priyanka, welcome back to the show. Hi, Hongbin. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for joining me again. Priyanka, you know, oil prices, they've shot up in the first two weeks of the year amid an intensifying crisis in the Red Sea. How much has the conflict, you know, impacted oil markets? How would you, let's say, compare the surge of prices to that of when Russia began its war on Ukraine, triggering crude oil prices to rise above $100 a barrel? Uh, yes, Ben, uh, like you mentioned, we are almost three weeks into 2024 and oil prices currently trade with the modest gain of about 35 to 4%. Mm. And it is very unlike the rally we witnessed in oil back in 2022 when Russia started its military operations in Ukraine. OPEC and Russia were synced back in 2022. So when Russia actually came out to attack Ukraine, it threaten the oil markets to the core. Together, they hold about 40% of the global supplies. And not just the disruptions caused by the war, the restrictions imposed later by the U.S. and allies, it was like an understatement to the magnitude of damage it caused by creating a deficiently supplied market. So, Obviously, oil markets bore the burn and we witnessed oil reaching about over the $100 a barrel, right? Cut to present, we see more economic slowdown which came into the picture. And there has been disagreements over the production cut limit, the members of OPEC, which has kind of, you know, damaged the credibility OPEC had at controlling oil prices. The producers, they announced the restrictions, but they matched, they failed to match the cuts promised, you know. Mm -hmm. And Russian oil has been flowing very well to the Asian-friendly nations, despite all the restrictions over pricing. So... Where we stand today, the synergy of the threat that was there on oil back in 2022 because of the geopolitical crisis is somewhat diluted. Today, Iran's picture, coming into the picture in Red Sea will threaten to the best about like 4% of the global supplies. So, you know, keeping all that in mind, I think geopolitical stress that currently is failing to keep you know, oil prices elevated because of the economic pressures. Okay, so then how sensitive would you say oil markets are to the developments in the Red Sea? Is the oil market quite volatile at the moment? Yes, I would say they are persistently volatile for sure. We see like daily movements of about 1% to 2% in multi-direction. It's not just single-sided, it's like multi-directional movement, which is very impressive for oil prices. They are definitely vulnerable to the Red Sea developments, but 
I will say that is not the only one factor. There are various factors which are, you know, exercising a continuous push and pull on oil. And obviously that is seen in the wild price swings that we see these days, whether it's the record level of production numbers from United States or it's the complicating inventory data that keeps jumping every week from the anticipated narrative and whether it's the uncertainty of the Fed's rate cuts, its timeline, its pace. So all of this is basically you know, adding uncertainty in the oil space. Even the contribution of China is ambiguous, so it's not aiding oil movements either these days. And, you know, as wise people say, too many cooks spoil the broth. So it's same with the oil right now. There is too much power play, too much push and pull, and investors look clueless. And I would say geopolitical stress is honestly just one stress out many of one, you know, it's just one out of many. I mean, as you mentioned, oil prices are either gaining 1% to 2% or dropping 1% to 2% and both directions. I mean, it looks like then crude has struggled for direction this year, rising and falling on alternate weeks. But it looks like some analysts are estimating that, you know, the currently there is no geopolitical risk premium in oil prices and that no major interruptions to the oil supply has been made despite all the attacks on the Red Sea. So Priyanka, why might that be the case? Is the potential U.S.-Iran confrontation, you know, not adequately accounted for or have traders perhaps become too complacent? Oil is one commodity which is shaped by supply-side narrative more, I would say, for the last two years. And that is perfectly justified given the fact that some producing nations have consolidated hold over the global supplies where the rest of the world is just a consumer. So it is justified. But having a substantial war premium in prices purely based on an anticipation. I don't think that's justified. Industry numbers do point that, yes, because of the U.S.-Iran infiltration, the supplies are rerouted or there are delayed tankers or uh, there is conflict. But the global flow of crude hasn't impacted as such. There is no actual damage to the supplies or there is no actually lost barrels. So why should there be a war premium to it? Just because of the anticipation, I mean, where can we really negate the demand side of the narrative completely when we are pricing oil only based on an anticipation? So I think with the immense economic pressures, which is threatening global oil demand right now, investors do need a concrete catalyst to propel prices further from here. It is currently adequately pricing in anticipation and the real catalyst, which is actual damage, is actually missing, honestly, for now. I see. I see. Well, you know, but of course, there are those experts warning the worst, saying that prices could change rapidly if supply is disrupted. So, Priyanka, if tensions escalates further and the worst case scenario happens, what would that mean for oil prices? How much higher can it go? Well, definitely, this is right. The geopolitical risks are escalating. The conflict started between Israel and Hamas, but it has engulfed a lot of other countries. There is evident retaliation from US, UK. India has also participated in the last few days, I believe. So to understand what 
this can develop into and what kind of escalation or threat oil prices will face you have to understand the flow of global supplies no matter us is the record producer and has been doing very well in 2023 but its export the net nutshell exports to the global supplies is only a fraction of the amount right and iran also contributes at max 4% of the global supplies so if at all i feel and markets are very proactive so i feel that if the markets would have anticipated that there will be a substantial disruption in supplies or there will be deficiency we would have already seen oil skyrocketing like we did earlier currently it's only talking about you know diverted routes and none of the shipping companies have refused or you know completely shunned away from carrying shipments and honestly i wish like everybody i had a crystal ball and i could tell how long this <laughs> israel hamas war will continue and what will be the likely magnitude to it but given facts tell you that oil supplies are not deficient if we keep aside the disruptions that may happen in future the market looks reasonably well supplied into 2024 and recent opec and eia reports back the notion as well so technically for a short term even if the oil goes up the upside is limited to another 5 to 10% only okay okay well you know if that happens if that worst case scenario happens and oil prices continue to rise Franco, what would that mean for the current easing of inflation? Will inflation bounce back to historic highs? At what point should we be concerned that the rising oil prices will have a major impact on inflation? Well, I would say yes, it is concerned because rising fuel costs were the primary reasons that drove the inflation back in 2022 to its peak. Mm-hmm. And without doubt, if there is at all a very sharp increase in oil prices of course deflation will be in jeopardy mm-hmm. somehow so far federal reserve has managed to you know land on a soft landing but any rise in oil will definitely prove fatal for global economic standing but rent i think currently hovers around dollar 80 a barrel so another 5 10% plausible rise is definitely alarming for inflation perspective but however if there is a sustained jump over a dollar 90 barrel uh, you know which surely will be a call for help but see nothing is impossible in an oil space but there is chances that there will be reacceleration in uh, inflation but reaching it to historic highs of 5% and above i don't think that's very likely Mm-hmm. but precisely why you know i would say the federal reserve is also not risking easing rates so soon because they really hope that there because of the fuel cost there can be a little reacceleration so investors should definitely look out for it I see. Well, in fact, Red Sea risks could, you know, push oil prices up as Asia feels the pinch of cargo delays and thus, you know, rising mm-hmm. costs. What would that mean for consumers here in Singapore? Will they be feeling the pinch soon? Well, yes, I would say while the barrels are not lost, shipments are definitely rerouted. Longer destinations means time delays as well as nervousness. It adds not just to the transportation cost but to the insurance premiums also so there is higher cost of transportation as mm-hmm. well as insurance so what that adds to is the probably a, a premium in the physical market space over the benchmark prices the premium at which physical markets would try to procure oil would be definitely dealing at premium and singapore is highly dependent on fuel imports 
and given the i would say the travel season or the thankfully stable economy like any other asian country singapore will have to bear the burden of strength of dollar as well as the higher premium on physical markets so and it's by and directly or indirectly it has to be borne by the end consumer so yes everything can become expensive but it won't be a very massive one because if you look back oil prices at the pump has never come down actually really right so oil corrected like 40 30% but it doesn't really show the impact on the pump so the pump prices still have some cushion wherein all benchmark prices if they go up they will be small, some cushion but yes it can happen and it will be borne by a common man for sure i see so with such volatility and uncertainty in the oil markets at the moment priyanka how should investors then you know navigate the current risks is now the time to buy into oil markets or would it be too risky well i would say buy on dips strategy would be a good one here because oil seems to hit some short term supply concerns and there can be a little uh, upswing mm. wti technically has a very strong support at dollar 70 level which is a basically a zone where us starts bidding to replenish its spr reserves so there's going to be there technically also wti made a triple bottom at dollar 67 per barrel last year in june so that is also another very significant support zone and on a daily chart if you see oil is basically forming a massive triangle formation so which normally projects that there will be a massive breakout either up or down betting here would be in which direction and based on the fundamentals and what i can see here i feel it i'm biased towards an upside break so yes for the short term buy on dip strategy but uh-huh. from a long term perspective there are imminent slowdown fears and um, they are you know kind of offsetting the key price drivers including the ongoing naval and air conflicts in red sea so to answer your question yes oil is volatile yes it's risky but there is no reward <laughs> without taking risk right? right financial markets are all about taking calculated risk so yeah. and that's exactly what investors should be doing to ride the current wave in oil okay well before we let you go here priyanka other than the current red sea conflict is there anything else that's impacting oil markets at the moment what should investors be looking out for well uh, apart from geopolitical developments investors should watch out for the strength of greenback uh-huh. it has recently surged because there is ongoing sentiments that pushed back the rate cut to maybe june or later mm-hmm. so which is also conditionally based on the lack of resurgence of inflation so yes incoming economic data cpi numbers should always be focused by all investors and what i see is latest news from china which you know has been reportedly buying out cheap oil it is actively booking cargoes for march and april to replenish stocks so that anticipates the adds to the anticipation that there can be a stronger demand from china in second half of 2024 which will be very bullish for oil so investors should watch out for that also I see. Well, thank you so much Priyanka for your time and your insights today. Thank you so much Hongben. Thank you. We've been speaking with Priyanka Shashteva, who's a senior market analyst at Philip Nova. I'm Hongben Jung and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.